Life is for living. Feel to your fullest. Challenge the challengers. Carve out your place. Faithful to friends. Relentless to foes. Loving to kiss. Fulfilling your word. The Gaming Grunts present the Colomar Campaign for NeuroQuest 2 by Moon Design Publications. Episode 3, Colomar Campaign. In the last episode, uh, Findath was inspired by Orlanth to yeah, issue, the, issue the marriage challenge to Ernal Silva, and he took on the, the Ernal Silva's uh, demand to, for three impossible tasks. And the first task is to get the hands of Hostering Tree Leaper, the red hands of Hostering Tree Leaper. And uh, as opposed to <laughs> as opposed to the blue hands, yeah, 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 well, we get there and we find like five different pairs of hands that all belong. We know which one to get to, <laughs> right? Uh, and so the, you're deciding. Uh, you've got to the. They had the clan moot, and they offered you the use of their wealth and magic resources, so that if, when you in a situation where you need to, where you think that's appropriate, you can use the clan's value for magic and wealth as opposed to whatever your personal ones would be. Okay. Uh, and they granted you permission to go to Bullholm, which is on the map. It's the capital of Sarder. There's two ways that you can get there from where you are, which is basically Old Man Village. You can head north across your land, past the Colomar Wilds, and then on the path over to Johnstown, and then the Royal Road to Bullholm. Or you could head south get a path uh, to Quackford, and then you're on a road all the way through Wilmskirk, and then coming to Bolholm from the east as opposed to from the north. Both both ways will take you probably about six days to get you there. Which way brings us through the more friendly people? Yeah, didn't we decide north was um, friendlier? You actually can choose okay. which... Um, which cl- you've been, based on your clan's war and peace values... You actually have only one enemy clan, and that's the Grey Dogs. You have yeah. two friendly clans and three allies. So actually, everyone is pretty... You don't really have any hostile okay. territory that you're heading through. Using, uh, I guess, no local area where we know the best route in terms of fastest and safest. Um, again, both of them will take you about six days. And they're really, you know, and because the only real enemy you have is on the, is the Grey Dog Clan, and they're on the other side of Starfire Ridges. Okay. So they're not, you don't have to go through either, whether you go north or south, you don't have to go near the Grey so Dog. So based on knowledge, we have no, there's no, no strong particular preference okay. either way. I don't want to deal with the ducks again, so I vote north. <laughs> okay, that's fine. I'm all for avoiding the ducks. No ducks is good. Ducks. Okay. Let's do it. Ducks. <coughs> we kind of got into it with a duck. Short anthropomorphic ducks. Think, think, think of Howard the Duck, but not quite so obnoxious. <laughs> well, actually, know, may, actually maybe, yeah, they, maybe they about as that level. They don't smoke. And they don't, <laughs> and they don't rock out either. <laughs> obnoxious. Okay. So, um, this is a. I, I should have printed out more. This is just an idea of if you're going to Bolholm, Bolholm is right there in this, not in the, quite in the center. So. You would be coming around, so you, based on the orientation of this map, you're way over here. Okay. So you would be coming around Ooh, and, to, and then through the north. So to get there, to get to Boldhome, you'd actually be going, th- you'd actually be entering Boldhome through or, or after traveling uh, pretty much along a ridge. The city of Boldhome itself is not a walled city. There are walls. There is a main wall coming from the east. But this is so high and so uh, impassable mm-hmm. that really there are very few, the city itself really needs very few walls to, um, to protect itself. Is it in a valley or something? It's, it's, in, a, it's in a valley. Mountains, it looks like. It's, it's, yeah, I mean, it is. It is. I mean, you've got you know, a, a big arm there, a big arm there, a big ridge in the middle. So really, it's kind of like, it's kind of like most roughly V-shaped. You've got this. Of course, if anyone figures out parachutes, there's... Yeah. yeah. Well, and, theor- and, and as Orlanti, you know, there you know that there are stormwalkers who can fly, but but that also means they're vulnerable to being shot at. How do you get to be a stormwalker? I want to be a stormwalker. <laughs> you, have, you have to. You be an initiate. Actually, you have to be a devotee of Orlanth. 
I am, aren't I? You're an initiate, but you're also initiating through the uh, mastery room. You have to go through the movement room, I think. Don't you tell me that. It, it also makes you well. It also makes you incredibly visible, right? There's no stealth. There's but no they can't stop you. <laughs> well, you, you they have mastered arrows, so. Yes. so come in at night. <laughs> and there are, you know, nets under cover of darkness. <laughs> okay, so you guys are going to go. You guys are going to take the, roughly the northern northern route. <laughs> okay. okay. Uh, so there, the clan has also suggested that you travel with. A trader, who is known, who, who is, you know, knows the areas that you're going to. So, you are. Who are you? Introduce yourself, please. Hello, all. I am Argrath, the hard bargaining trader. <laughs> you will notice. Uh, you can remember me by my shiny gold tooth. Mark that, really that down, out. by the way. Gold, gold tooth. Yeah. Okay. Good. Why does the clan think that we can't handle this? I don't understand. It's not like we're. Well, it, uh, we have a singer. <laughs> we have social skills of sorts. <laughs> the, 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 well, I think my inclusion uh, uh, in in your prestigious group um, <laughs> is to assist in the in the trading uh, and the diplomatic um, uh, uh, aspects of our journeys and interactions with other people. So um, I will be here to strike the best deals possible. That way the clan ensures that the gold that they're investing in us uh, is uh, is put to good use. Um, furthermore, I feel like uh, I can represent the group uh, in, uh, in uh, tense um, or, uh, or particularly sticky situations and uh, hopefully get us the best result. He's going to get us discounts on rooms at the end. Sweet. That's right. <laughs> The only discounted rooms I ever get are the ones I haven't cleaned yet. Um, furthermore, I can also um, I, I'm also very skilled in local languages, so I can uh, I can help to translate to make sure that we're always on the same page with people we interact with. That would be handy. Okay. And I have a special magical ability that allows me to detect lies. Dude, so do I. <laughs> awesome. This could be very handy. But again, I will just remind you that it's not a silent detection. I mean, you have to you have to do things. You have to speak. Well, yeah, you have you have to. It's it's not like yeah you so you don't just know. There's no. I mean, it's not like the other person doesn't know you're casting this using this ability. Detect falsehood. Mm -hmm. Really? Yes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> if if you're really good enough in truth, like like this guy is, like Ardrath is, you may be able to do that silently, but. <laughs> At the moment, no. It's kind of like you, you do need you well, are I do have you are obvious when you do that. Hmm? I do have mastery in it. Yes, but not mastery enough. Not enough. Got it. Yeah. That could be very evident <coughs> because I kind of fumbled a little bit trying to tell if somebody if the duck was lying. So, Ulfred, are you going to bring your A-links with you on yes. this trip? You are. Ooh. Yes. Okay. Um, you are going into a big city. Okay. How big is it? And Alynx, uh, think of, you know, uh, well, it could be as, as small as, like, you know, a, a German Shepherd, you know, size. It could be as large, it could be large, like a boxer. Kind of depends on how you envision it. Um, I, want it supposed to be, I want it to be as big as possible. <laughs> okay. Um, okay, so, I mean, it's like a small panther, perhaps, then? Okay. 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 You're, you're going... Um, Argrath, Argrath knows that Bolholm is a big city, okay. and it's and it's a city. So would there are there, be able to there are facilities for horses and for his mules. They wouldn't allow me in the city with with, with it being under control or my control. It could be It would be interesting. So you got really? mules then? Oh yes, um, I do have mules and the ability to uh, <coughs> attend to That's them. Well, I mean, we're going to be schlepping goods and or gold to and from places. So. That's terrible. <laughs> and remember, I do I do have the ability to diffuse tense situations. Okay. Um, so you going to bring it? So yeah. that may okay. influence your you have a, really, given the, Do you have a name for it? Uh, not yet. Okay. Think, think about it. Okay. Given the society that we're talking about, the level of advancement, technological advancement, I mean, really... 
how different is a city from a town? It's still going to have dirt roads. It's still going to be pretty... Actually, actually, Bolholm Bolholm actually has paved roads, or paved streets. Not not everywhere, but it does have paved streets. Okay, then it would be paved with, like, rocks. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just saying, how likely are they to have any kind of an issue with really any animal ever? That's the kind of place where you see flocks of chickens running down the sidewalk. Yes, but flocks of chickens aren't like aren't likely to potentially swipe you know swipe you and gut you. Well, there's that. <laughs> or you know, know. or, or like jump jump chickens. like jump up and you know put your put its jaws around your neck and, and worry you. I mean, I'm not saying chickens couldn't do that, but it, it would be. <laughs> they have to work together. They really have to. They really have to work at it to do that. Okay, uh, I'm assuming that uh, Stark Gandhi is going to bring his horse. There are certainly facilities to do that. What to bring to Henry's horse. Is that bad? I don't even eat. But it wasn't on a sandwich. Oh. <laughs> okay. Um, Alright. So you're going to head, you're heading north. So it takes you about maybe a day or so or, you know, leaving in the morning to get um, up near where you have to go between the ridge and uh, the Colomar Wilds, which is a forest, which is not an area that people tell you don't go in there because you won't come out. Oh, nice. However, you also know that there is, a, there is actually a clan of people who do live there. They're the Black Spears, the Black Spear clan. Do we like them? Yes, you like yeah. I mean, well, they actually that's a good question. Do you want to be friends with them? You can be. It seems like it's a good idea to be friends. I want to be friends with lots of people. Okay. The people who live in the forest where most people can't even, you know, won't ever be heard of again? Yeah. That's like that. Having them on our side? Awesome. Yes. Okay. One of the things that you will pass by on that first day... Um, is a fortified and very, very defensible stead, which is known as Asborn's stead. Stead, Asborn is A-S-B-O-R-N. His name is, his full name or his, mo- his moniker is Asborn Thrice Born, as in three times born. The stories are that he was killed twice and came back to life after. That's why he was born three times. Bad habits. So he gets a new name each time. Yes, he used to be Asborn <laughs> Twice Born. Asborn, born. And before that, it was just as born. Before it was just as born. As born, as born. As born, was born. He is a very, very famous uh, storm voice of Orlamp, or pre- basically a priest. So he's he's definitely in with in with the king of the gods. He is, uh, or he he is, uh, still is loyal to Queen Leka, who is of one of the other tribes, and um, was not interested in. Taking, if, uh, taking part in Starbrow's rebellion. There are mounted, uh, there are definitely there are mounted uh, people who are clearly watching you. So, are you going to approach, or are you just going to wave and pass on by? Well, if he's Orlean's friendly, we could at least just you know be people. You might have some helpful information for me, you know. Guidance for what it, what Orlanth is like what and whether he tends to possess the same person on multiple occasions. <laughs> any, any experience with this? <laughs> he just showed up and got me into all kinds of trouble, so never yeah. mind. <laughs> you know, you, you go to a feast for the chicken and then it turns into a whole possessed by a god thing. <laughs> okay, so you're going to you are going to uh, approach. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, as you approach, uh, one of two of the mounted people will uh, they can tell that you're uh, coming closer, so they will come over to you and ask you. You know, they'll give you a traditional greeting and say, "No." What's up? No. <laughs> 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 no. They uh, they they politely ask you, "What is your business?" To uh, see if we could parlay with the king about Orlanth. The king? We're or, just traveling. The, the, sorry, the storm, or 
without a voice. voice. Yeah. Oh. Um, okay, he offers you the the first level of hospitality, which is you know that that uh, I, I don't have. <laughs> yeah. Uh, is there like a traditional? Yeah, you just to... accept, you know just you know you accept it. Yeah. Okay. They will uh, allow you to come into the stead. Nice. And there, are, it's a very nice place. There are places to put your mules and to put your horse and even to put your A-wings. Okay. <laughs> I don't have a picture of Asborn with, uh, the mules with me. <laughs> no, I don't, have, I don't have a picture of Asborn. Um, but yeah. you, you exchange traditional greetings. You know? Yeah. So, what can I... You know, you are Findaf, I believe? Yes. You are uh, invoked Arnaldus Challenge. Yes. Heard about well, that, did you? Oh, it's very, very big news. <laughs> the whole uh, the whole tribe has heard about it. Actually, the whole clan. Yeah, the whole tribe. The whole tribe has heard about it. Oh. Wow. We're still trying to wrap our heads around what exactly that means. <clears throat> what? It means that Orlanth has uh, that uh, uh, Orlanth has not possessed. That's the wrong word. Orlanth, Orlanth has uh, manifested himself in Findath. Hey. Are you still possessed? No, no. he's not. No, it was. It'd be neat to have all those godly powers, but kind of throw off the game mechanics. But no, um, so we are on a quest to find these these hand thingies. <laughs> the hands of uh, Hofstaring. Yes. You've heard of them. Everyone has heard of them. You, you'd heard of them before, oh, also. Yes. Okay. Yes. 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 We are. Uh, we are seeking the hands, and um, anything that you might offer by way of information it would be very helpful. Um, I unfortunately know only know that they are very likely to be in Bolholm, which I assume is where you're heading. Indeed. Um, beyond that, I really, I really have no more information, but you might, uh, ask at the clan's tribal manor when you get to Bolholm. You know that every clan, every clan, or every tribe has a house or a hall, or a little mini complex, um, in the city itself. Like sorority houses. <laughs> yeah, or like travelers aid societies. I mean, yeah, it's like... So that way, you can always stay there with mostly with your own tribal clans. So the Colbrea, the, sorry, the Colomar tribe has one. The, the Smelders, the Kalani, they all have them. They might know. They might be able to uh, point you at people who might know more about more specifics. All right. Is there any news of this region that we should be aware of as we travel through? Um, I'm not aware of anything. Just be sensible. <laughs> it's funny saying that to someone who went and engaged this challenge. <laughs> <laughs> he was inspired by Orlap. Yeah, I mean, I, I didn't have a lot of choice in the matter. <laughs> it kind of seemed like it was that or incineration. Well, fair enough. At that point, it probably yeah. was. <laughs> okay. So, um... Is it like getting late in the day, or would it be wise to stay here overnight? Or if you wish to stay overnight, you may. All right. Seems like a, Seems safe like a friendly place. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's much better than you know being in those woods that they were talking about. Okay. Um, you pass the night. All right. All right. Next morning, you continue onwards. Um, I'm going to just abstract the journey because it's there's. Okay. Go for it. Right. So you make it to you, so on the second third so you get you get to Johnstown which I do have maps for I didn't print them out it's not important at the moment you get onto the Royal Road which is a much better road so this is like you're on a state highway initially and now you're on an interstate so you're doing much better as you can tell from the contour lines you start climbing into the mountains as you head south and it's not exactly straight line you're you're pretty much you know you're following kind of the the line of best you know, the, the line of least change in elevation. Um, and you arrive at the city of Bolholm. And again, north is here, so you're up here at the top. Okay. So this is actually, this is way up top. You can actually, well, you're not through it yet, but once you get through that, you'll actually be able to see pretty much most of this, maybe not a 
this area over here because of the ridge in the way. That's all right. I can find out everything about it. At the gate, which is which is does have a wall itself because this is this is actually it is an entryway. I mean, you kind of look around you, and there's really no way you could bypass this. Even if you didn't have animals, you could not climb these mountains very easily, if at all, okay. to bypass the gate. So you pretty much have to go through it. Uh, at the gate are a number of lunar soldiers. <laughs> because the lunars control the home right now. Yeah. You know. <laughs> <laughs> and the flame of Sartor is out. Oh, Actually, no, it's, it's, partly, it's partly there. Uh, just playing. <clears throat> so, what do you do with this? The gate is clearly the, the gate is clearly defended. Do we have a problem with the lunar? Yeah, they were the ones who were in control of the king who. They frowned on our gods. Oh, yeah. Okay. You they also would, have a you also have hate lunar as a, as a clan keyword. Yeah. But if we have a house in this city, then it clearly our clan interacts with them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it isn't like we would be banned. You don't think? So we just you go in. Heard. We're just going into the city. What yeah. are we going to do? Okay. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you, you all know that as you, know, you all know that as <laughs> since you are free members of the tribe, that is to say, you're not a thrall or you know a slave. Right. Um, you are a citizen of Bolton, so you do have the right to enter. Okay. You all know this. Oh wow! Well, yeah. Well, let's go. Just you know, keep so, Florida. One of the, the the soldier who appears to be clearly the one who is supposed to interact with the low life. Says, who are you? What clan? What name? Tell me. Oh, he's on welcome, front. Wagon. <laughs> we are of the clan of uh, Oralmark. Oralmark. What Oralmark. is your name? My name is Rasta Gandhi, the just farmer. And you? What is your name? Findaf. And you? I am Wolfred. Uh, <laughs> well, you, you don't have to say uh, that you're Ulf, the op- you're, you're Ulfred, yeah. And you? And I am Argra. I see. And what is your business here at Bolton? <laughs> we we can steal that. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're seeking an audience with someone. Is that right? And and visiting our clan manor. See if uh, there's some fortune to be made, some small coin from our trades. So, I, I heard multiple things. What was that? What was the actual thing that was said? <laughs> All of it except All for the thing about the hands. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we, we have a few small tasks that... Uh, have brought us on this journey. Ah. You must pay gate tax. Okay. How much is that? Um, well, he the other some of the others will start inspecting the stuff that you're carrying, whatever whatever that is. Um, so you all need to make a roll against. Um, so it'll, it, it would really depend on your occupation. So like for Argrath, that's going to be trader. You, you've got your trader, so you'll need to make a roll. The rest of you will need to, you've got your, your bonesmith or blacksmithing, yeah. so that's probably appropriate. Tools. Um, yeah, I mean, just some, you, know, you know that this is something you'd have to be prepared for. So you'd have little little trinkets and whatnot and, yeah. and so on and so forth. Um, for Ulfred, probably hunting is, all, is something reasonable just to have like, you know, maybe some pelts or, yeah. or, or maybe just you know, some preserved food. Um, and farming, because you've got, you know, maybe grain cake, you know, little cakes of barley or something of that nature. Okay, so all of you need to make a roll against your particular, that, that particular keyword. Roll the one. Roll the one, critical. Very good. Fifteen, right on the line. Fifteen is a success. Five. Five success. Seventeen. Which is a success. You have one mastery. I, I okay, have mastery. Yeah. All right, so that goes to a, that's a failure because it's le- greater than one, but the mastery bonus you up is just to a success. Okay. Okay, so let's start here. This is a low nine. That's a failure. Eighteen. It's a failure. Eight is a f- failure. 
and ten is a failure. Okay, so all of you get through. You, whatever you had with you was sufficient, was enough to satisfy the gate tax. So they'll let you through. So they're taking all our stuff. Not all of it. They just, I mean, you, you, it, it we're, it, it's basically abstracting the notion that you had something that was enough to pay the gate tax. Okay. Whatever it was, and it, and it didn't, the fact that you lost it, quote unquote, that you paid for, paid it, we're, you know, again, we're just abstracting it away. It, since you didn't fumble, it's not like they confiscated your, okay. all the wealth that you were bringing with you okay. from the clan. So we had a successful negotiation. Yes, yeah. Paid you, you, paid, you paid to kill it. My favorite win. tongs. <laughs> nice. Uh, once through the gates, so Bold, so this is this valley is called Boldholm Valley, surrounded by mountain peaks, divided into two forks, each about three and a half miles long. So it's about three and a half miles that way, and three and a half miles up that way. That's pretty big. That's um, So in the center is called Thunder Ridge. And on top of that is the amazing Royal pa- uh, Sardar's Palace. And the flame of Sardar used to burn down there. It doesn't anymore. Or if it does, it's not really tiny. Tiny firefly. Yeah. Um, it is dwarf built, so it looks like it's made out of one piece of stone. So you, don't, you don't see any visible seams. Uh, you know that there are uh, maybe about ten or 11,000 residents in the whole city. So these areas here, um, here are on the valley floor, and there's a little river that provides some water. So, so like 2, 3, 14, 17, these are all on the valley floor. These here, I know it's, it's hard to tell even on the big map, but these are actually cut into the sides of the cliff. So you've got, um, so side view, right, you've got the mountain. So you've got the the mountain, then this big giant cut buildings, and then the mountain continues. And then, of course, there's, there's, it's hard to tell on some of these, um, like there's a pathway there, and up here to this side, to this pocket, there's a pathway up there. So again, this was dwarf done. Again, this looks very smooth. It's not, I mean, it's not totally seamless, but it's very smooth. And it's unreinforced the way that you'd have to reinforce it on Earth. Dwarfs do good stuff in stone. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, all around the valley tower snow. So the mountains, the the high mountains, not necessarily the, the ridge here, but further up, are snow capped. Uh, most of the valley is still open space, dedicated to farms and pastures. I mean, it's 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 really it's amazing stuff. You've, this is this is so much more amazing than anything you've ever seen in back home. We're wondering why did we settle where we settled? <laughs> Our people knew about this. Why weren't we here? <laughs> Because because you settled before Boldholm was founded, <coughs> Boldholm was founded about 150 years after your clan settled where it did. Also, better schools, <laughs> low taxes. Yeah. So your tribal manor is in this area, 15 number number 15 here. Way back up near the gate. Uh, yeah, near the gate. Like they don't trust. No, that's where all the other tribal members, all the all the tribes of Sardar have they their... They do Rightly so. I'm not <laughs> the main building of the Colomar Manor is a grand stone-walled longhouse with an upper floor and sleeping platforms and a warm main hall with storage below. There are stables for animals, smaller buildings for servants, which you don't have, and storage, and a small brewery for beer. The sign of the black spear hangs over the door. These are priorities. I like it. <clears throat> You're friends with those guys, right? We yeah. are. Black spear. Yep. Okay, let's go in. All right. The thane of the manor, who the, the, the person in charge, his name is Farnan Ernaldor, F-A-R-N-A-N. So, F-A-R-N-A-N. Ernaldor, E-R-N-A-L. D-O-R. It 
is expected and understood that, uh, you know, by arrive, by coming to the tribal manor and accepting his hospitality, that you're supposed to give him a gift of some sort. Okay. That hey. Could, that could be wealth. It could be a service. It could be flattering poetry. It could be. As, as our supreme bargainer, what do you think is likely to please him most? Hmm. <clears throat> well, I... We have a singer. She is quiet today. Her, she's got a frog in her throat. <laughs> I can still do a drum solo. Okay. I'm As a liar, option. but I'm not that good. <laughs> Both senses of the word. Right. <laughs> All right. Do you want to? Do you want to try to do that combination? Or should we just give him something? Yeah. What do we have in in our possession right now? That after getting through the gate. I mean, you, you still have most of your stuff. I mean, again, we're, it's, it's very abstract. It's not particularly concrete as to what you, what, you, what you have. I feel like we have the option to make an offering of, of value, and we can kind of get that back if we want to make some local trades in the town. Makes um, sense. That's not a bad point. Or the option of, of playing a... Uh, nice little ditty. Yeah, a nice little, nice little ditty. Does so, the A-Lynx dance? That would be awfully convenient. (laughs) (laughs) You think kitty videos on YouTube? (laughs) I think just the the liar and the drum is a reasonable thing. All right. (laughs) So make your roll. Hold on, hold on, Fendad. Make so um, uh, Rastagani needs to make the the roll first. Okay, I rolled a yes. four and two. Well, two and succeeded, so you're, you're, okay, so that's better, so that gives you a plus six to your ability. All right. So let's see, nine, I have a one mastery plus one. Uh, sorry, one one mastery. Uh, and then, well, that's for my oh. smithing, and then plus one. So, so, it's two, so it's a two mastery. Okay, yeah. Okay, and you rolled a? Nine. Nine, so that's a failure. The mastery bumps into a success with a, with a nine. Okay, and I failed. So, yes. Uh, so, Farnan says, that was a very, very good, good, uh, uh, solo. Yeah, <laughs> drum, yeah, yeah, drum solo. Okay. So, the manor itself, there are a lot of other guests at the manor from various other, mostly from other tribes. Oh, sorry, from other clans in your tribe. Recognize anyone? Um, not, not specifically. You can rec- I mean, you can recognize the other clans based on their tattoos, just like they can recognize it based on your tattoos. Right, but nothing, nobody that we've actually. No. Hmm. I think it'd be beneficial for us to try to get some information before we head up there. So we need all kinds of information. Okay. I think we need Has to reach anybody- out. Has anybody in the room had an audience with the prince? Um, there are a couple of... Uh, so Farnan, you're asking Farnan, or are you just asking around? I'm just asking around. Okay. Um, two, there are two people there who will say, well, we, who will identify themselves as coming from which other clan? Let's just pick a clan. Uh, the Hiordan clan. They say oh. they've been trying to present a petition to Prince Temertain for the past seasons, past two seasons. And that hasn't really been successful. And you haven't managed to get an audience at all, much less a successful one. Uh, that is correct. Crap. Mm-hmm. Okay, Farnan, do you know of it? How, what does it take? What does it take to get the prince's attention and get on his docket? Um, well, a, probably a big bribe would be the best way to start. So we assumed um, that much. Would that be on top of the that we would be expected to provide upon arrival? Probably, yes. Uh, is there any particular thing that you're... Any petition that... We mostly just want to get inside. <laughs> get, get inside where? <laughs> the, the palace? Yeah. Good luck. <laughs> That's limit-controlled? Absolutely. Yeah. Prince Temertain has uh, plenty of lunar bodyguards. 
So if we attack in the middle of the day, what do you little meters to the sea? <laughs> <laughs> Snake on the attack, yay. <laughs> It's not a, it's not a taboo. So, no, everyone knows what okay. everyone knows what happened to him, okay. more or less. All right. So, so we'll ask the same person we're talking to if he knows anything about. You're talking to Farnan or the two Farnan. the two Fjordings? Farnan. Farnan. Hands of Hoff staring. Uh, let's see how well is it? Make a Yeah, you should you should go to Joe's Inn and ask for Old Andrin. Andrin, A-N-D-R-I-N. He'll be at Joe's Inn in Joe's pocket. Joe's is G-E-O, by the way, not J-O-E. G-E-O? G-E-O, eat at Joe's. <laughs> G-I-O, I would get. No, eat at Joe's. And ask for who? Old Andrin, A-N-D-R-I-N. Seems like a logical next step. I guess we're going to jump. Yeah. Well, uh, are you gonna? Today is Founders Day. You do. You do remember that, right? Oh, of course we. Oh, of course, course you do. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> What's Founders Day again? It's the anniversary of the founding of the kingdom of Sardar, not Bolholm, but the founding of the kingdom. Oh. Well, of and course we would know that. And That's it's like tr- Fourth of July. Yeah. It's, uh, it's time to party. I think. Oh. <laughs> do we have anything we can blow up? What back home? <laughs> right, up, right. <laughs> no, no fireworks. Uh, at least not in this part of the, the world, Lorenzo. Frankly, given the last party we went to, fewer fireworks seems good. <laughs> back home, your bloodlines have always offered sacrifices to Sardar on Founder's Day. So the ancestors will probably be angry if they don't find if you don't find a way to offer some kind some kind of private sacrifice. And I bring one of my green gates to the altar. Okay. Do I light it on fire or? <laughs> okay. That 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 is that that kind of thing is sufficient. We'll make the roll for it. But yes, that's good. Uh, my favorite tongs. <laughs> well, it have to be your favorite. So again, your blacksmithing ability. Use yeah. that to do that. Okay. Um, I'll give up uh, sacrifice. Uh, maybe I'll give up uh, bear pelt or something. Yeah. Okay. Margaret? Again, you may have probably have some kind of trinket. Yes. Okay. Yes. So again, make make the roll against your your uh, occupational keyword. Ten. So right on the eighteen. Line. Oh no, over the line. Okay, so that's oh, a failure. 17, Seventeen. No okay, one masteries. Uh, okay, that's a failure, which bumps to a success. And my. Uh, also, I was making sure that. Success. I rolled a three. Okay, so, um, so Rastagandi and Findath and Argrath all made prop, you know, proper sacrifices. Ulfred, maybe your pelt was a little bit rattier, but <laughs> you know, you're in a big city. It, but nobody's pissed off at us. No, but you know, it's the thought that counts. <laughs> <laughs> Just because the aliens had already peed on it. <laughs> <laughs> it's still a nice bear. We'll make a fine cloak. All right. <laughs> it's the, it's the, the yellow streaks are coloration. <laughs> All right. Where are you going to go? <laughs> We're heading to Joe's, Joe's. aren't we? Yeah. Okay. Uh, are you bringing your animals with you and your stuff with you? Hmm. I will bring my animals with me, yeah. Okay. I think most bring of our stuff is probably safe as that's a clan manner. 
I'm still wearing my tool belt. Yeah. Okay. Um. Pretty sure I don't have anything I need on. Not really. No. I'm gonna leave my mules. Okay. Farnan promises that they will be well taken care of. Excellent. All right. So you make your way down from the tribal manors and into the city. This is the city is crowded. Is more crowded than you've ever seen, which means for us modern day players, it's still a hick town. But it's still this is the the, the biggest concentration of people you've ever seen. Okay. Um, there are all sorts of people. Every now and then, a a a horse will come rushing by you, and if you don't get out of the way, it'll just run you down, or at least run into you. Okay. Um, usually with a lunar soldier on the back. In fact, always with a lunar soldier on the back. Um, so right now, the only people on horseback are. Um, so let's see, what are we passing through? So the temple district, and so there's a big, there are, there are temples to all of the different deities, so there's, not all of them, all of the main ones in your pantheon, there are temples, but they're not as well taken care of as you might expect. Because of Luke. Exactly. Orders are discouraging, uh, entry, huh? Mm-hmm. Well, there, there are no soldiers, there are soldiers around the various temples, they are not stopping anyone from going in or out. They're all they're not exact there's no one with a clipboard either or a digital camera taking pictures. But you kind of get the idea that maybe they're trying to memorize faces to see who's going in and who's coming out. There is a large market which has got all sorts of stuff that you haven't seen you've never seen before. So there's opportunity perhaps for later or even for well. <laughs> that that indicates you're on to something. Yes. <laughs> 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 that alert. <laughs> Do you rub it when it starts to? <laughs> <laughs> so as you head again further down, let's see what again. Uh, so again, buildings and there's a bridge there. As you sort of. Get out of the main arm of the arm that you're in, and more into the center. You can actually see your see down the hill and past the walls because, again, you're at the you know you're on you're on the foothills, so you can see out to the east over these walls. The walls were allegedly put up by Prince Sartor in one night. No, um, and you can it's got a great view of the of the valley to the east. So it's really tough for any army to try to sneak up. In any case, you can tell that there, you know that there are um, drawbridges and moats and well, not moats, but there's obstacles. obstacles to prevent anyone from trying to invade. But the lunar managed to. The other arm, the southern arm, is as you, is uh, much less inhabited, uh, more uh, pastures, farms, whatnot, and you make your way up past an Aldriami forest where the elves live. Uh, you, you can smell the Stormbolt Temple off to the south. And Joe's Pocket, again, is built into, it's kind of got that same built into the ridge. Uh, this is definitely more seedy. Uh, not so much, um, it's not at all posh. This is like the, the sticks. But you can find your way uh, to Joe's. Yeah, there are a lot of there are a lot of people that will kind of stare at you, looking a little. They're not like sullen in the sense of like they're hopeless, but they they look like they could be dangerous. Like they're side that are kind of sizing you up, wondering if they can bug you or kill you. Like kind of people. Yeah. <laughs> um, people, you know, uh, children and actually no, not children. Uh, you know, they're, they're not children. Poor women and stick pickers. Stick pickers are like the thralls that took when you keep when you keep slaves. They'll come and like ask you for money. You know, mm-hmm. almost effectively like you know homeless people. You know, oh, yeah. You give money. We are known for our hospitality. Well, yes, hospitality is also when people come to you at where you yeah. are. Yeah, <clears throat> this isn't. That would be generosity. 
Fantasy. And frankly, what this is or 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 land. Generosity is a virtue. Is one of the six virtues. Do we suspect then that yes, we would. any of these people have any information? Well, old Andrin apparently, but we could invite them to dine with us at the cafe. You know, I feel safe saying that to you. <laughs> it's a little different. Yeah, I'm not sure I want these people to know where I keep my money. Fair enough. Okay. So you ignore them. Well, I would give them coins. Because All right. I am a devotee of Orland, and Orland thinks that's a good Yes. Okay. Fine. Um, I mean, a couple, you know, maybe one or two of them might try to hustle you, so to speak, for a little more, but none of them will, they won't follow you, and there's no big crowd that Um, so the outside of Joe's Inn, it is a it is a wooden building. It uh, oh. seems to be reasonably well taken care of, you know, as far as squalor goes. Okay. I mean, there's no graffiti or anything like that. Um, the sign on the, above the door depicts a burning flame. So it's just you know, it's not it's not burning itself. It's no, a, but, it's a, it's a picture, picture of a flame. Of flame. Mm-hmm. Okay, so he is of the old school. Starters. Oh, okay. All right, in we go. In you go. And as soon as you, all you open the door, and everybody but everybody turns and sort of stares at you. <laughs> I do have a cold tooth. <laughs> <laughs> and he is notoriously uh, bearded. Well bearded and <laughs> ugly. <laughs> and ugly. <laughs> well bearded. He has a magical beard. Yes, I actually have it as a skill long and impressive beard. <laughs> Which he gets to so. roll against every now and then. Does he yeah. hide things in it? <laughs> he has. It, it, it has been ornamented. Yes. That's true. I mean, I've got the, the metal hoops around it. I could stick a little something in there. <laughs> That's um, what keeps his mad money. <laughs> <laughs> so, the, the crowd inside, again, It's uh, they're clearly not of the rich persuasion. All right. And a very, very... Pardon? We aren't either. That's true. So a very, very large, dark-haired man approaches you. Good day, sir. Oh, hello. Please come in. My name's Erberen. Hi, E-R-B-E-R-E-N. E-R-B-E-R-E-N. I'm the innkeeper here. Kind of, he, he's you know he's kind of looking you up and down a little bit. I mean, not you know. Fair enough. Says, um, come on, have a seat. He kind of politely shuffles a few people away to give you a table. He serves you some stew and gives you some beer. Let's party. Greetings, friends. You are marked as sons of Sarter and as friends of Joe. Enjoy the hospitality, for you are amongst friends. Rock on. Feeling great, yeah. You are. Aside from the fact everybody's staring at it. <laughs> no, actually, one, once 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 Urban greeted you and sat you down, and everyone went. I mean, a couple of people are still kind of just looking, but they're doing it now. They're doing it now. They're doing <laughs> now. They're doing the polite look a little bit and turn away, as opposed to just the. Yeah, you want stare. <laughs> you ain't from around these right. <laughs> The stew is lamb. Awesome. And the beer is not. It's, it's not bad. No, it's warm. No, of course it is. Well, don't I'm sorry. Do you mean beer. the beer? Do you mean the beer or the stew? <laughs> I meant the beer. It's a long trip. I mean, the beer. The beer is probably going to be warm. Right though. <laughs> yeah, the refrigerators haven't. I uh... <laughs> haven't gotten it, but we are in the middle of snowcap now. So the streams would be cold. Okay, so we're we're enjoying our meal and. Yep. And we are going to be looking for Old Andrin. You don't see anybody with a name tag that says Old Andrin or a little floating icon above them. Did we, uh... If we mouse over them, does it? <laughs> <laughs> no. um, do they have hover text? I'm just saying. That could be very helpful. More to the point, did we like, get a, 
the description of Olandrin, or did we just get his name? I heard something about I think you just got pocket. his name. Mm. No, Can you say that? Joe, Joe's in in Joe's pocket. And Joe's pocket is sort of the. This, this is Joe's pocket, oh, and then oh, there's oh, Joe's oh. in in the I pocket. Thought, I, I was picturing a very Why tiny person. <laughs> no, this is not. This is not Tom Thumb. Hey, in this world, it seems like that's not one of those stretch. We'll just ask the, really. the innkeeper. Yeah, Urban will know. Oh yeah, sure. He's uh, he's over there. Points that out. No, I don't know. I don't know. And uh, clearly, an old guy. He's Would very... you? Could I get a beer for him too? Absolutely. And you get to talk. <laughs> Point well spent, yes. Okay. <laughs> so over, over we go. Okay. He's very unassuming in his appearance. You, he's kind of the kind of guy that you know you could look at, look away, and not remember that you ever saw him before. Forgettable. Yeah, very forgettable. <laughs> it's a good skill. Lucky for him. Very good <laughs> So we'd like to greet him with uh, with a, a, a mug of ale. Oh, well, that's very kind of you. Thank you. What's your name? Uh, my name's Argroth. Argroth. Pleased to meet you. Uh, there's a lot of you. I, you, know, you don't think you can all sit at the table, but you're welcome to try. <laughs> I'm happy to stand. All right. We can turn that impressive beard on the rest of the crowd. <laughs> Nothing to see here. Watch out, this beard to go off. <laughs> Any moment. But, uh, we understand you might uh, know a little something about the hands of uh, Hofstaring. Hands of Hofstaring, yeah. Um, he kind of drinks the beer down and uh, kind of holds it out. Kind of got a wistful expression on his face. Can we uh, get him a refill? Indeed. Indeed, money well spent. You People do? Do you? Yes. Keep on right. coming. We want to... We want to <coughs> I appreciate that. <coughs> no, you get that... Uh, Got to lubricate the throat before I tell a story, you know. Mm. Appreciate it. Very kind of you. And some bread. <laughs> before I, before I, as GM, go back and uh, tell the story, so taking a slight flashback back to 1613, five years ago, Starbrow's Rebellion... When we went through the clan questionnaire, mm-hmm. the answer to did what what did you do with Starbrow's Rebellion was that you sent some of them, some of your warriors to fight. Yes. Yes. Did any of you actually go off to fight? I probably would have. Okay. Again, it's the muscles and the happening in the was here would. present. Any of us here present or Yeah, any yeah, any of the four and I'll ask the I other see. two when you when what do you want? What do you think? You have? Yeah. Yes. I, I don't think I, think I, think I would so. have. I think I would have stayed home with my farm. Okay. I think so. Okay. Do either of you two have a wep- an obvious weapon ability or skill or keyword? Um, I've got the quick fists and the hammer and cudgel fighting. Hammer and uh, cudgel fighting. Spear and cool. and spear and okay, fine. Argraf, do you think you went off to war? Um, no. <clears throat> Too much money to be made. Right. Good answer. Uh, okay, so... Maybe going off to war is why I'm so ugly now. <laughs> it's possible hey. you may have suffered a yeah, you may have suffered a wound. <laughs> Who's that horse foot? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so for the two of you who went off to war, you know you know this story, and the other the rest of you will have heard this from the two of them. So, on a rainy day in sea season, King Cali, uh, who was who was uh, which tribe? Colbrea, I believe marches the Colomar army into the lands of the Colbrea near the village of Greenhaft. The Colomar army hides in ambush, and the two of you watched as a lunar column more than a mile long began the process of began the process of crossing uh, one, uh, the uh, river. There were all sorts of different uh, armies from different nations that you've never seen before, wearing all sorts of weird armor and f- using weird weapons that, well, not weird, but different weapons that you've never seen before. Then came a roaring and rushing from upriver. A great wave of water crashed into the column as it sought to cross the river. Horns blow. King Cali and his kingsmen, Kangharl Kagradison, which is your tribal king right now, lead the Kolomar against the disorganized lunar soldiers. They are joined by the Keldon tribe, led by their queen, 
On the other side of the river, the Colbrea attacked those lunars who managed to cross the river. This is not a battle, it is a massacre. For the lunars, the battle is a complete disaster as the core of the lunar army in Sardar is shattered beyond repair. After plundering the defeated lunars, horses, food, supplies, equipment, silver, the army of the High Council of Sardar marches on Bolholm and retakes Sardar City. Sardar is proclaimed free and Queen Calder Starbrow reveals her lineage proving she is an heir of the royal house of Sardar. Uh, Sardar is again free. Soon after, the Colomar warriors, that's you guys, return to their clans, your clan, leaving the kings and priests to argue about when Queen Kalar will relight the flame of Sartor. So that was five years ago. Later that year, the Lunar Empire's retaliation for Starbrow's rebellion is swift and terrible. In fire season, summer, General Fazur Wide-Red of Tarsh arrives in Aldatur with a new lunar army and takes command. His first published directive is ordering the execution of General Euglyptus for his mishandling of the rebellion. The Sardar High Council once again sends out emissaries to the tribe. Once again, King Kali reluctantly musters the Kolomar tribe for war. So, again, you didn't send any, you sent a couple of you. Two of you went off to fight. The king, the tribal king has again said, we need, fight. We need to fight you, we need to fight. Did the two of you go? Again? Um... I think I would have. I would have too. Would have too. All right. The army of Sardar musters at Larnst's table, a stone table sacred to Orlanth and the powers of movement. Which I think is actually on. Yeah. Uh, no, that's not it. I thought it was. I've got I a. I think it's on there. Yeah. Yeah, you you know you definitely know where that where it is. I, I just don't, I don't see it on the map offhand. Worse yet, despite the Sardarites having the support of the god of motion, Fazer Wide-Red and the Lunar Army is still faster. The Lunar Provincial Army crosses the creek at Dangersford without opposition and assembles near Johnstown, which is there. I'm sorry, is that Johnstown we, or Swinstown? Yeah. Yeah, you, yeah, you went through there. Huh? Uh, before, the arm, before the Sardar Army is even fully mustered, the army of Fazur clearly outnumbers the Sardarites and places Johnstown under siege. Each day, the Lunars form up and offer battle to the Sardar army on Lawrence's table, which must be close by then. I don't see it there. Oh, well. It, it's near there. Each day, the Sardarite kings debate and decide to, ref to refuse to come down from the stone plateau. The Lunars begin constructing lines of circumvallation, fortifications, and prevent the Sardarites from slipping away. The Sardarites appear doomed as more and more Lunar soldiers arrive, blocking off every avenue of retreat. So again, five years ago... You guys were stuck on the table, and they were, the Lunars were building siege works around you, and you could not escape. King Hofstaring and the Uroxing Berserks, that's the Storm Bull, the ones who fight chaos, advocate a mad charge of the Lunar Line. If they're to die, at least we shall die with sword in hand. Queen Starbrow refuses such glorious suicide, but has no better plan. Morale sinks as the realization that the army of Starter will end up dead on the battlefield or in chains as slaves of the Empire. So, at that time, what do you think, what did two of you think you felt? Did you want, did you welcome a glorious death with King Hofstaring? Did you, re perhaps you regretted even rebelling in the first place? No, I would have, what were the options again? <laughs> it's just, how did, how did you feel? Oh. Yeah. You're, basically, you're, the tribal king said, come fight again. And not as, not as many people came the second time. Right, and you're trapped, to... you're trapped, surrounded, and hungry. Well, I'm angry that this this campaign isn't going quite as swimmingly as the last one, but yeah, um, you know, if it's uh, go Rout. out swinging, mm -hmm. is go it? down swinging. Yep. Okay. Sounds all right. All right. On Fire Day of Illusion Week, heralds come from General Fazor. Their safety is guaranteed by Isaris, who is a god of communication. The heralds bring news that another heir of the royal house of Sardar, Temertain the Librarian has arrived in Boldholm. General Fazer summons the Sardarite kings to meet with him on neutral ground. There he reveals that he has agreed to a treaty proposed by Temertain's advisor, Redbird, and that he will pardon those Sardarites that accept the treaty. King Hofstaring refuses, tries to escape. Fazer's lunar demons capture him and condemn him to suffer eternally in lunar hell. The other Sardarite kings, King Kali and Queen Kallir, agree to exile. So... Those of you, the two of you who are left, basically you had to, you had no choice really but to swear to the terms of the lunar peace. Mm. Because if you didn't, you would 
wouldn't, you wouldn't you wouldn't be here if you didn't. Yeah. So that's kind of a little. Well, bit our heads weird. might be here, but yeah. Yeah. not your hands. <laughs> <laughs> so this, the, all of you know this as background. So this was this was five years ago. So now, what old Andrin tells you when you ask him about the hands of Hoskari, he says. Before the meeting atop Lawrence's table, the lunar sorcerers told Fazor that all of, that of all the Sargorite kings, Hofstaring was the most dangerous. Alive, he would never submit to the Red Emperor, that's the leader of the, the head of the lunar empire, and even dead, he would still aid his people. They told Fazor he must make sure that Hofstaring would no longer be a danger to the Red Emperor. Fazor said, if Hofstaring is such a danger to you, then this is how he must be defeated. I shall tell him that he must surrender using words that will enrage him. He will try to use his great leap to escape, and you, the sorcerer, must summon demons that will bind him instead. They must take him to the red hell, but first his hands must be removed, for his, with his hands, Hofstaring would eventually escape the red hell. But Hofstaring's magic is such that his hands must be given to the prince of Starter, or else they would find their way back to him. End quote. The sorcerers did exactly what Fazer said, and his plan worked perfectly. So he tried to. So he, he said the words. Hosterian got mad, tried to escape. The, de- the demons got him, shook his hands, sent him to hell. Fazer then gave the hands, which had turned bright red with blood, to Temertain to be placed under his protection. Each year, on the anniversary of the defeat of the rebellion, Temertain throws a banquet and shows the red hands of Hosterian to his guests. If you seek the hands. That is when you may find them. Is the Prince of Sartar the same guy? Temertain, yes. So when is this feast? When is this anniversary? It is coming in a few days. Good timing. Yeah. It's just (laughs) holidays. How do you get invited to the feast? Is it public? I have the faintest idea. It is not not public. um, It's only for the friends and supporters of the prince. So now would be a good time for us to make that gigantic donation to the prince. Gift as visitors into his fair city, who are big fans, <laughs> <laughs> or something. I agree. We should muster up a nice pocket of change or bag enough, of gold, enough to get through the door at least. I suppose I should swallow my pride and go along with the plan for the greater good. So say we all. <laughs> As you are discussing this, the door opens, to, uh, the door to Joe's Inn opens, and in steps a few people that you've seen before. Is it the duck? No. <laughs> <laughs> it's worse. It's the killer Branduin. Oh, the one like that his you dog ever so deeply by <laughs> getting engaged to his woman. They're like, they're well, out in a... This time around, we don't have the same prohibition on blood spilling. You have a good point. He says, <laughs> he announces himself, I'm, I'm Branduin of the Grey Dog Clan, and I am looking for the hero that answered Ernalda's challenge. I, uh, well, I was already like standing, but I stand more. You stand more? <laughs> <laughs> I stand extra. Okay, so you, you basically show yourself. Yeah. All right. Yes. <laughs> All right. <laughs> he uh, he speaks some poetry, which uh, which always seems to love. <laughs> I'm ready to tread the field where combat is tried. Orlanth, grant this gray dog victory. A drawn sword in my hand. Into two, I'll slice the head of the wine goddess's pursuer. And with my bright sword, I'll sever his head from his neck. As soon as he finishes, basically the crowd erupts and separates all the, the two of the, the two groups of you. Okay? So there's no way at this point for you to, well, you could try to actually fight him right now, but the crowd, who outnumbers both of you combined, are basically shoving you all okay. to the side. I'm not going to No like violence in Joe's Hall! No violence! No violence! There's never any violence when this guy's around. Let's go out in the street. We can take it. I will await you. So, well, okay, so Brandwin is, okay, so he's a little surprised at what's going on, the fact that he can yeah, slice you here. <laughs> but, um, so he says, I'll await you at the Temple of the Household of Death in one week. Actually, so that means the, the, um, 
uh, the uh, banquet's actually coming a little farther than that, sorry. Uh-huh. Slight retcon. <laughs> we shall duel on Lost Aft Day, for that is the Day of Judgments. Now, either we all, he's pointing now at the rest of you, either we will all fight, or just the two of us, but our sides will be equal. And then he leaves. That'd be a good day for Orlando to come back. That would be an excellent day for Orlando to come back. Because <laughs> if I'm going to have to get possessed by a god again... Then go one-on-one. Yeah. Do it. Challenge. He's a he's you know Brandwin is known as a great duelist, and and, and dueling is forbidden now. You, you do what? know that, right? What? No, we didn't. What? Yes. what? Dueling is forbidden. So instead of dueling, we might just have to. Stop. How does the gameplay that? of this compared to Clue in terms of death? <laughs> <laughs> are are people are, are players uh, or? It, there, there's a there's generally supposed to be a lot less carnage than there okay. is in a Call of Duty okay. campaign. Okay. Not that that's saying much. Just wondering. Actually, our campaign we're not not usually that. Come here, homeless person. Well, we well, were pretty cautious. <laughs> player characters. We were pretty cautious though. Yes. What did you guys do? <laughs> anyway, that's another story. Right. So, why, so you have accepted the, the duel. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I think that's a good place to call it. All right. All right. Wow.